now I'm ready. So we close the windows? Um, nah, fuck it. What's the nature sounds? Nature. This podcast is featuring nature. <laughs> Not the rapper. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you already know what it is. It's the self-medicated podcast for October 5th. We're going to go ahead and knock out our housekeeping before we start the episode. So make sure you go follow us on Instagram at the self-med pod. Subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this. We're literally everywhere except for Tidal. Google, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Alexa, all of that good shit. I actually just got a, another email that said that they have... Um, Revamped the voice responsiveness of Alexa, so I hope that means that yeah. all of the syllables in the self-medicated podcast are easier for Alexa to hear. That's my hope. Interesting. So yeah, go check us out everywhere. Make sure you tell somebody else about this podcast too. If there's an episode or a clip that you enjoy, make sure you share it with um, one of your friends. Also, make sure you go check out the over-the-counter episodes. Those come out every single Friday. Um, on those episodes, we'll be engaging with our listeners, picking the topics directly from y'all, giving out advice, etc. You can always call in if you need to stay anonymous. You can hit us up in the DMs or we can work something out for you. Uh, for clarity's sake, we will not be calling you live. We will schedule and coordinate a time with you so that we can make sure um, that you're able to tell us everything that you want to tell us. A couple of episodes ago, we did a little matchmaking services. Hopefully, we'll get an update on that. Hopefully. Uh, but, yeah, those are the types of things you can expect on Over the Counter. So, make sure you check those out on Friday. Hit us up on our socials if you want to be involved with those. Uh, what else we got? Organic shout out. Yes. This week's organic shout out goes to the Milk and Honey podcast. They're at MLK and Honey podcast on IG. This podcast is hosted by Chantel, Khadija, Layton, and Malcolm. Um, and it's all about celebrating back black joy by tackling sticky conversations. So make sure y'all go check them out on IG um, at MLK and Honey Podcast. Uh, make sure you tell them that the self-medicated podcast sent you. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? I just, <laughs> the title of that podcast made me think of something. So I know from the Bible, it's the land of milk and honey. It's mm -hmm. promised land or whatever. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. what would be the equivalent for niggas these days? This is like Hennessy and lemon pepper wings, the land of Hennessy and lemon pepper wings, or I think we just converted it to Wakanda. But like the what whole is concept. The, what is flowing from the land? Because milk and honey, nobody, nobody drink milk no more. That's true. Almond milk and honey. <laughs> um, no, that's like a good a place point. I want to be. <laughs> Almond milk. That sounds like Whole Foods. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Elderflower honey and <laughs> and whole milk, matuka honey and uh, oat milk. I'm trying to think. It's got to be some wing Hennessy and wings. It's got to yeah, be Hennessy for me. Niggas love tacos and seafood boils now too. Mm. So I don't know. I might yeah, have to incorporate that. I do love that. them fucking crab legs. Man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll have to figure it out. All right, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's start the show. Yeah, hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast for October 5th, 2020. I am your host, as always, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. The Box Hunter. <laughs> a.k.a. One Pop Poppy, a.k.a. The Bottom Feeder, 21. a.k.a. a.k.a. 
extra AKA coming soon. We'll talk about that later. Uh, you, oh, it's me with the extra <laughs> AKA. Okay. Okay. I'm fingers crossed. Man, no, I got screwed like on that. I got screwed on that. <laughs> uh, but my original bet would have been so much better now. Maybe. But whatever. Um, yeah. It is the self-medicated podcast. We missed y'all. Some of y'all. Some of y'all there. <laughs> no, actually, I missed everybody who listened. Wow. <laughs> Anybody who listened last week, Brother. I miss you. Let's put it like that. Um, how has your week been, man? It's been it's been good, man. It went by fast. I feel like since my birthday is next week, the week has just been going by fast. So hopefully it continues and, you know, have some good birthday festivities. Any big birthday plans? I had some. Then I had some car issues, so we'll see how much success me back to determine how much, how hard I'm going to be able to party. You know I feel you on that. So we'll see tomorrow when I take it to the shop. For sure. What's what's wrong with it? Do you know? Yeah, so I'm with the suspension, man. I was driving last night, and I was driving Lyft. When I was driving, when I stop, I hear like a skirt. It was like a squeaking sound, like like rubber was rubbing on rubber. Mm. So then. I dropped somebody off and then I drove off. Then the sound just got louder. I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't keep driving like this. <laughs> so I ended up parking it. Then like, this was around one o'clock. Then like, I called the insurance to see if they can get a tow truck because I was on ticket to the 24 hour um, repair shop mm-hmm. by me. Truck came like an hour later, and he was like, "Hold on, let me uh, call the company and you know check with them." All right, cool. Called the company and dude was like, "Yeah, they said they don't want to pay my rate." He's like, "I was like, damn." He's like, "It's all right, man. Good luck." Damn. <laughs> he drove off. I was like, man, "I get it." So then I called the company back and I was like, "Yeah, they had they said they were gonna send somebody else." So an hour goes by, then I call again and they're like, "Oh yeah, they sleep." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told him what happened. It's like, "Oh, it said we didn't really do it." Uh, so we're Put it in again to claim another one. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it was like three hours. And I was, they send you a link to an app. It's like a company they use. And uh, they did not have anybody close. <laughs> I was mm. like, I'm just taking my ass home. So I finally got home around 4 o'clock. And we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow morning. Well, it's literally that. a shop a quarter of a mile away. So Damn. I'm just trying to drive it that quarter mile. Hopefully it, don't end up doing a stanky leg. Right, right. <laughs> you should go be Millie rocking down this block. <laughs> yeah, no, that's wild. I had, um, I told y'all last week, this was going to be hell week for me at work. I survived hell week. It actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but mm-hmm. I think it was because I knew it was going to be hell week. and I tried as much so. as possible to prepare for it. So um, I'm actually pretty happy with it, with, with the work week. I'm trying to think I, I drove Uber Eats This weekend mm-hmm. That was very very interesting Ate all the french fries Almost all of them <laughs> Did you see. have to wear Mask and gloves delivering? I didn't have to wear gloves I definitely had to wear my mask though. You have gloves? You need gloves? I, guess um, I will take some gloves What size do you wear? I think you're going to look at his hand Like <laughs> like a large Medium large probably Alright <laughs> Remind probably me a Remind me Probably a medium before I see you next week, you got a bunch of them at work. For sure. Appreciate that. that. I'm not going to take. I'm just saying I got a bunch at work. For sure. Say less. I'm not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say less. All right, so I have to be 
uh, I have to be honest on this podcast. This week Uh-oh. was very difficult to keep track of topics mm. because every single day was some more bullshit. Especially with Trump, man. So let's get into your man's Donnie. Let's uh let's start with the presidential debates because that has that happened first. Uh, we talked last week about kind of our anticipation for. Um, the the presidential debates between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think we've been able to even talk about like the <laughs> aftermath yeah. since then. So I would love to hear um, your review of the debate itself. Uh, I haven't really honestly watched a lot of um, debates all the way through. So the fact that I watched this one all the way through, I think, says a lot about it for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, one, it was a train wreck, mm-hmm. so it was like, it's hard to turn away because of that. And I think the second thing, it's hilarious to me, which I know for a lot of people, they were sad by how bad it was because mm-hmm. they expect a certain um, level of decorum for people that are running for president. But I feel like you should have just thrown that out the window once Donald Trump became president Mm -hmm. because this is what he did last time he ran. So um, I just took it for entertainment purposes only. I didn't take it as a like indictment as a state of America and all the other things people have been putting on it. I just took it and just enjoyed it for what it was. And it was fucking hilarious to me. But I was impressed by Joe Biden like holding his nuts a little bit because I thought he was going to come out there and Stumbled more than what he did. He only stumbled a little bit, and uh, he, he snapped back when I thought he wasn't going to, because I thought he was going to try to keep that level of decorum and just like you know do the typical thing and shake his head like, oh. you know. But he actually was like, "This guy's a clown, <laughs> man. Would you shut up?" <laughs> yeah, so I appreciated it for that point. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, Joe." I that made me feel a little bit more confident if I do vote for him to vote for him because he at least held his nuts a little. And didn't get like completely dominated by Trump. You know what's super interesting? A lot of the feedback that I've gotten uh, from this debate is that it almost had the inverse effect that debates are supposed to have. Mm. So most of the people that I know who are fucking with Biden going into the debate were very disappointed in him in the debate. A lot of the folks that I know who are fucking with Trump going into the debate were very disappointed in Trump coming out of the debate. That's interesting. I, I feel like they did exactly what they what we thought they were going to do. I think for, for certain part. people who are who have a certain intellect level may <laughs> have expected that, but I do think there's a lot of people without the ability to read the room or just Mm. to be able to get outside of their own politics and understand what's really actually happening Uh, around them. Got you. And I think those folks may have felt that way, but I think that other folks, you know, I went into the debate. I was definitely looking at this as uh, an an episode of something funny. Right. (laughs) So I walked into it there And I think a lot of the people that I know were just walking into it, hoping that Joe Biden just didn't say anything stupid. And what I found was what ended up happening is that folks who were for Joe Biden were a little bit salty that he could not. um, He couldn't handle Trump like he was flustered by Trump. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Trump was literally just fucking with him and just. Like not mm. really debating him, just literally fucking with, f- 
fucking with someone as a public. Yeah. He was heckling Joe Biden, right? <laughs> and the fact that Joe Biden couldn't really handle the heckling, yeah. um, I think, turned Joe Biden's uh, supporters off. The interesting thing is a lot of conservative folks that I know mm-hmm. were turned off by Trump's inability to denounce white supremacy. <laughs> and I think that what's interesting is... <laughs> that was... That was wild. That was some of the funniest. That wasn't the funniest moment, though. Nah, nah. That definitely wasn't the funniest moment. That was wild, though. The funniest, I'll I'll tell you the funniest moment. But the interesting thing about a lot of the um, um, folks that I know who are conservative were disappointed in Donald Trump because I do think that there's this sentiment um, around certain woke black folks that, like, conservatism equals white supremacy, Mm, that's right? very true. Yeah. And I think that um especially today, especially people that I know who are in these work circles mm-hmm. do not understand the difference between conservatism, right wing politics, quote unquote, and white supremacy, racism, etc. They don't understand the fine line difference. Yeah. Um which I think is very, very important, and I, I wish more people would understand the difference. That would take people taking time out of their day to learn. Exactly. So, so what I that. found was the folks that I know who have conservative values were actually offended by Trump. Mm. Because what he did was he blurred the line even more between conservatism and right-wing politics. And I think that a lot of conservatists, is that what they are? Cons- Conservatives, yeah, conservatives. Um, at least the ones that I know and the ones that I interact really feel a way about that being. Hmm. Damn, I don't even synonymous. Yeah, that's the word. Being synonymous <laughs> with white supremacy, the idea, the idea of conservative values being synonymous with white supremacy. A lot of them feel like a way about how Donald Trump lined those two things up and blurred that yeah. line, which I found very, very interesting. That they are like kind of salt like they're rubbed the wrong way by this guy hmm. and they've been his champion for a long time yeah. and it's what's, it, what that highlights to me is this uh cognitive dissonance that folks have been kind of willingly <laughs> subscribing to is like yeah maybe um in reality in truth and in principle and the concept conservatism and white supremacy aren't the same they're not related they don't have anything to do with each other mm-hmm. but this guy has figured out, um, I guess, the Venn diagram <laughs> of all of these different things. And, yeah. and that's his concoction of a base. And that's what he's leaning into. And that's what um, I think a lot of conservative folks are actually now scared of. Because hmm. it's like, damn, Donnie, you can't, <laughs> you can't, like, you can't be mixing these two things up. So I found that very, very interesting about this Do you think debate. he was strategic in doing that? Because I saw a couple things saying that he was behind... In the polls, so do you think he was kind of doing that as a way to broaden his base? I believe that Donald Trump has the same assumption that a lot of these woke folks have, is that the right equals racist. Mm. And I think Donnie believes that, too. I don't think he thinks there's a difference. Okay. And so, So to answer your question... Yes. Okay. Yes. But to answer your question... Um. Yeah, I think he's leaning into it to talk to his base. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. One other big takeaway from the debates was I was extremely, extremely, extremely disappointed 
in the anti-Trumpers lack of respect of the intellect of the other side. Mm. What I saw was uh, folks who hold democratic or, or leftist and sometimes even far left values mocking the intelligence and uh, just, just a real condescending tone towards anyone who to, towards Trump and anyone who um, had anything to say positive about Trump's performance in the debate. Yeah. And the reason why that bothered me is because I think that is the exact reason why motherfuckers get turned off by politics. Mm. If you are in a population and you try to engage in this conversation and there's a subset of people who are talking down on you and making you feel less intelligent than them and making you feel dumb, then without even trying, without even listening to anyone's arguments and lining up how they how you feel mm-hmm. with values, you're literally turning people off and making them your opponents just by talking shit. And I feel like that's a really, really bad, especially with the debates. The debates is literally about dialogue. That's the yeah. whole point of the debate. Remember when I said all opinions matter and he was like, nah. They don't, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. They do because not... Mm. Inherently, but like just from a person to person level, mm-hmm. people's opinions should matter just because that's a base for you to communicate with someone is you actually try to get to understand and learn their opinion and them trying to get to understand and learn yours. If you just come from the conclusion that your opinion is already correct, the smartest, the best opinion, you're going to kind of act like how you said the left was doing with the right or they were just mocking and being condescending because it's like, well, clearly my opinion is right. Yours doesn't matter. So I'm going to treat you like you're an idiot. Um, That's why that happens is because people don't respect everyone's opinion. I feel you on that. Yeah. Contextually speaking. Yes. Everyone's opinions matter. And we'll leave it there. I had a, uh, (laughs) I had a text exchange where you, you ever get those text messages from different campaigns that, yo, I'm so-and-so with so-and-so's campaign. Mm-hmm. Can we counter your vote for so and so? So right after the debate, right? They don't want to text me. Somebody <laughs> texted me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give Shorty a shout out too. Actually, now that I think about it, they be I like, think her name is. Are you uh, interested? In, I'm like, nope. Do you want to? Nope. You donated before. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> Here we go. What's Shorty's name? Hold on. Damn. Yeah, we had a whole. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually Those post these long screenshots. Sentences too. I'm gonna post these screenshots. Text, shout out to Zoe from the. For uh, volunteering for Joe Biden and the Democrats, I had a a text exchange with one of these people, right? <laughs> and uh, one of the things that they said was, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna actually post this conversation on the on the um, on the socials at Self Mad Pot uh, on Instagram, but I'm, and I'm gonna post these screenshots." But uh, <laughs> at some point, Shorty goes, "I think Joe Biden is strong, energetic." And some other adjective that didn't describe him. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fam, you understand that, like, you cannot be serious. Like, 80 year old man, you know, that's what I'm saying. And see, when you start doing that type Uh, shit, now I feel like you're being condescending. Now I feel like you're insulting my intelligence. You would be much better served by saying, like, look, man, this is the best we got. Rather than, oh, he's strong, confident, healthy, 
Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, now you know I feel bitch, like you're talking to Hit 315 for reps on the bitch? Really? <laughs> like, you just make it. Really? <laughs> really, nigga? Fuck out of here. Um, so, yeah, man. That, that, that was the debate. The presidential debates were very interesting. I'm also looking forward to the um, vice presidential debates. Yeah, that's supposed to be Tuesday. Okay. I would rather see Kamala battle Trump and mm. Pence battle Biden. That's just me personally, just matchup wise, you know. That would be, <laughs> that would be yeah. so much better. I've been saying this for a long time, and I don't know if I've said this on this podcast. I might have just been in conversations, but I have said Kamala Harris stands a better chance in a debate against Trump mm-hmm. than even Obama. Mm. I'll tell you why. Out of the debate she did, she was the standout, and she really doesn't take no shit. So. Could definitely see her doing. I'll something. tell you why. Do you know Donnie's whole? Also, I'm calling this man Donnie from now on because I can't take him serious. <laughs> I don't take anyone that I call Donnie seriously. Donnie, you know who I'm talking about too. The reason why I say not even Obama could debate Trump and and like clearly win mm-hmm. is because Donnie's whole tactic is to throw you off. Yep. That's it That's the game plan Mm -hmm. If he does that He wins Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter What points you're making It doesn't matter If you finish your point The moment you stutter The moment you get The moment you break away From your point To tell him to shut up The moment that you Are off your flow Based on him That's when he wins Okay. And so someone like Obama, while he may be able to come with those intellectual, what do what the bodega boys call them, knowledge darts, mm-hmm. he might be able to throw those sharply, but he's going to stutter and stop and pause when Donald yeah. interrupts him. He's going to do what Biden did. Can you shut up? He's going to, he's going to, you know what I'm saying? He's going to, he's going to be flustered by that a little bit. Kamala though? She gonna dip right down in the dirt with him and come right back out, and I feel like she probably, uh, at least in recent memory, in terms of politicians, probably is best positioned to, you know, give him his own medicine and give other people who want her to rise above that level yeah. of shit at the same exact time. Even Bernie couldn't do it. Bernie got flustered, yeah. <laughs> but Bernie was trying to spit bars and facts. But once he interrupts you and gets you stuttering and shit, he won. That's all he needs. That's you can true. finish making your yeah. point. He just gets, needs to get you to stop. He and needs to throw you off a little bit. From a debate strategy standpoint, it's never easy to debate someone that isn't willing to talk about facts. Mm-hmm. Because you always come presenting facts because that is the ground base of your being correct and why you should be doing whatever you're doing or whatever you're arguing for. But since he doesn't come with stats or statistics or anything, he didn't even try try to pull out the papers like he did when uh, he was in being interviewed by the British guy. Like, look at this. None of that. So, like, yeah, you just can't use normal debate rules, and that's what everybody ends up trying to do, and it never really works out for them. This is the problem with people. People keep acting like their understanding of the rules is elite and better than everyone else's. And think that the way that they behave or the rules that they have is the only way to do it. And anything else is undignified. The problem is these are the same motherfuckers who keep getting blindsided by the loopholes in the rules that they created. Mm. So that's what makes this shit so funny is that when shit happens like, oh, the president can appoint Supreme Court 
justices, and now everybody want to be mad. Oh, but he's about to be an election. We should wait until we have a new president. You stupid motherfuckers! Y'all gave him the power. <laughs> like yeah. that's the so that's what that's what be tripping me out is everybody want to act like everything that Donald Trump is doing is so ridiculous, so out of control. This man must be stopped. But I haven't seen really anything outside of that little Hunter Biden shit. I haven't really seen him do anything that's like... His son's a cokehead. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking hilarious, by the way. But I haven't really seen him do anything that's like... Yeah, it may be abnormal, but yeah. it don't seem like he's reaching outside of his power. And I feel like when people get in a position where people use the power afforded to them against you mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you got a problem for that with that power but when that power is working for you don't nobody say shit don't nobody got nothing to say yeah right like, absolutely oh no that 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 shit is just very very interesting to me um the wildest part about this whole conversation right now though mm-hmm. is that the whole this was a very historic presidential debate and with hours it became irrelevant <laughs> Within hours You well, know why? I guess we didn't even do the proper timeline to this But I know why <laughs> That's the proper timeline This mm-hmm. happened on Tuesday The taxes came out first Oh, oh, fuck Goddamn <laughs> Goddamn So the taxes came out This is another example of what I was just talking about People mm-hmm. upset about loopholes And that's why mm-hmm. Alright, fuck it, it's the podcast I can say that I do fuck with Donnie for that For being yeah. unapologetic I do fuck with him for that. <laughs> so um, before the debates, uh, the income taxes came out, and it came out that Trump paid less than a thousand dollars over like the course of two or three years in income taxes, mm-hmm. and that sent everybody all in the tizzy. Um, actually, in the debates, he denied it and said, "Actually, I paid millions of dollars in income taxes, but don't worry about it." Because I can't back it up or prove it, but just he was like, I, I paid that. millions of dollars in income. He didn't say when. He just he said, said I, I paid millions, millions of dollars, dollars in income tax. <laughs> okay, whatever. But um, yeah, I think the number was like seven hundred and fifty dollars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and people were really, really upset about this, and I can't figure it out. I don't know. People should be happy to hear some type of information like that because. Me personally, when I hear something like that, I'm like, how the fuck did he do that? Exactly. <laughs> now I want to know. And if you like look into, because he does a bunch of real estate, you'll learn about capital gains and tax strategies and things along those lines. Don't be mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Take that information and learn from it and, you know, do it yourself. You know what my dad used to say to me when uh, I would get mad when he would beat me in like a game like speed, for example? Mm-hmm. You know what he used to say to me? Don't uh, hate. Uh, I thought he was going to let me guess. Okay, go ahead and guess. You probably know it now. Uh, the first uh, he used to say. That's not proof. <laughs> it's still debatable. But it's a good piece of evidence. <laughs> yeah, <No>. right. <laughs> no, he used to say, don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game. Yo, don't be mad at Donnie because he yeah. figured out how to not pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad at Jeff Bezos because he figured out how the fuck not to pay taxes. In case you motherfuckers didn't know, public service announcement. Uh, uh, Toby voice. Toby, you, know, Toby you fuck with Toby? Way. Yeah. Come on, man. Shout out to Toby. Like I in, told my you Toby about him, in my Toby voice, 
Mm-hmm. Public service announcement. <laughs> Not paying taxes is the key to America. You yeah. goofy motherfuckers. <laughs> and also, don't be mad at him. Be mad at the people that made the goddamn tax laws. Do y'all know who passed? Took advantage of. Do y'all know who? Pat, who who uh, advocated for, who advocated against a lot of these tax laws, tax laws that we're talking about right now. Your man's Joey. Listen, man. All I'm saying is, don't hate the player, hate the game. That might be the episode title. Don't hate the player, hate the game. How are you gonna or be mad at somebody who's figured out? Yeah. How are you gonna be <laughs> mad at somebody who's figured out how to finesse yeah. the system? I don't understand how people are upset about that. It's just like being mad at scammers. Right, it's like you hate scammers. Why? Because you can't do it. Yeah, motherfucker. Because you can't get yeah. away with. It. That's, That's why exactly you're mad. Exactly. Yeah. It ain't about your morals. It ain't about what you think is right mm-hmm. and wrong. It's because somebody done figured out a loophole that don't benefit you. And didn't you break no it. laws. Didn't break. Can't be laws. mad. <laughs> you really can't be mad. Yeah. That's the reason why. That's one of the reasons why it inspired me to want to get a CPA yeah. soon and an accountant because I need to. I need some tip, tips and tricks. I think Jay-Z said it best, man. Who deserves the medal of freedom is my accountant. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if there are uh, any, any self-medicated patients out there who have CPAs and our accountants, slide in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. Slide in the DMs. Um, all right. So the week started off with the tax mm-hmm. taxes. Then we went into the presidential debates where... Trump, I can't even call it a dog whistle at this point because my human ass ears heard it. <laughs> he he was whistling to the that Proud Boys and the wild. White Supremacists. But um, do you think he really meant that, or did he just? Yes, I thought that was like some off the cuff shit because none of what he said seemed like he prepared to say it before. Oh, he wasn't prepared. I think he knew the Proud Boys were watching, and I think he had a plan <laughs> to figure out how to deliver a message to them at some point. But I don't think he meant to do it like that. I don't. Okay. I'm going to just throw this out there. I don't think he honestly knows who the Proud Boys are. Mm, I can I can totally see that, too. I, like, I feel like he's too rich to know that. He might know the concept of the Proud Boys. Right, as, he might understand the groups, those types of yeah, groups. Yeah, he might just think that they're pro-Trump and like just with the shits. That might be his total mm, understanding yeah. of the Proud Boys. I don't know if he knows exactly like the background and the history of the Proud Boys. Because mm-hmm. when he brought it up, he was like, what group? Oh, stand back and stand down Whatever mm-hmm. like, I feel like you just said some shit But maybe kind of like what you said Maybe it had more intention behind it than what I thought it did So originally When he first said it I was on your side I was like oh he just randomly spat some shit out That mm-hmm. everybody's gonna interpret as him Having a direct line of communication with the Proud Boys Until later on in the debate When he started telling people Strap up and go to the polls Mm-hmm. When he said that, I'm like, oh, that's who he was talking to. He was talking to the Proud Boys. He was putting them on alert, like, hey, yo, y'all, listen up. Uh-huh. And then when he said, <laughs> basically, come to the polls and harass people. Okay, I was going to say, did you think he meant that as, like, go out and vote, or did he no. do that as a way of voter suppression? I think he okay. did that as a way of voter suppression, and I think it was a direct mandate to the Proud Boys. Mm. And that's what changed my opinion from him just randomly spouting shit to mm-hmm. him actually, he had, he, 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 there's a time and a place that he wants people to show up. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, he's actually speaking to them. Like, he's giving orders right now. What? 
I feel like the Proud Boys are only probably going to be willing to do that for like mostly people of color neighborhoods, mm-hmm. which doesn't comprise the largest amount of voters. So I don't know how effective of a strategy that would be. I don't either. Um, what I do think is effective is that some pussy ass people is <laughs> not going to come to the polls because they're scared of the Proud Boys. That. That's true. I don't even. It might be some Proud Boys in Chicago. I don't fuck it. Oh, for sure it is. You saw them niggas that uh, beat up Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. Juicy, yeah. Y'all saw who beat up Juicy. <laughs> this is MAGA country, goddamn. Oh uh, man. But I, yeah. One thing that I have learned being in, uh, I guess, quasi politics in Chicago, is a lot more. Fuck the right side. Fuck the right. Fuck the extreme right. It's a lot more Trumpers in this city than anyone understands. Mm. That's okay. a fact. Okay. You might be right about that. I don't, because I feel like this is the type of city where you would get shamed for like openly promoting and that's hardcore. Why you don't know that nobody. But yeah, them. I see specs of it. Like mm-hmm. I might see a bumper sticker here or there, or somebody with a MAGA hat, but it's not a large amount. Yeah, so there might be more of a secret supporter. The thing about Chicago, and I feel like this is uh, kind of unique. There's other cities bigger than Chicago, but the thing about Chicago is the rich people here are really, really, really rich. Yeah. Facts. And their interests lie directly with Donnie's politics. Mm-hmm. And so being in Chicago, while you can't maybe publicly support that, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that if you get them drunk enough, you start having some conversations. <laughs> they'll be like, "Listen, man, I don't agree with everything he says. Yeah. Trust me, I've been in the bars downtown. I've been, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's it's a it's a wild it's some wild shit. So anyway, we got through all of that, um, and then very very quickly because uh, there's a conspiracy theory going out that says that uh, the timing of all this is is critical because. Okay. Was it the next day after the debates? Mm-hmm. The morning after the debates? Coronavirus! Hit mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Wale had the tweet of the year. I'm sorry. Did you see his shit? What did he say? Uh-uh. He said, uh, he asked the question. He was like, COVID grabbed Donnie by the pussy. <laughs> oh, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. That's the tweet that of the like- year. Because <laughs> your man's POTUS got COVID. POTUS and Floaters got COVID literally the day after uh, the debate. Cardi, can y'all tell us something, please? Coronavirus. So there's a lot here. Yeah, that's the so that's well, the headline. Well, he didn't get it after they announced he had it after they announced he had yeah. it after. There's a lot here. Yeah. Um, number one, the president has coronavirus after all of the shit he talked about it. <laughs> after, so it seems like Joe. Every time I see you, you got a big mask on, exactly covering he, half your face, exactly. <laughs> uh, all of the rallies he's had, mm-hmm. all like it's just a bunch. But he ended up getting the shit, um, allegedly, and um, so there's a few things here. So some people are saying he didn't get it, and this is just mm-hmm. a way to distract from his performance at the debate. Other people are saying, "Oh, it's a fake diagnosis. He's going to um, beat it, and then yeah. he'll be able to say, oh, see, I told y'all it wasn't that bad. I got all of the symptoms, and I beat it. I'm a strong guy, but also corona ain't that bad. Yeah. Another theory I heard is that the Trump camp 
intentionally gave it to Biden <laughs> because their bet is that Trump could could, could survive it and Biden can't. <laughs> Keep in mind they're all they're both from. old as fuck. Yeah, right? I just never heard that conspiracy yeah. theory. Okay. The uh well the thing is mm. apparently they knew before the debate and didn't say shit to nobody, including I Biden and his that. camp. Yeah. Um so that could I mean What about the theory about um he actually caught it, but it's gonna work in his favor because um People are gonna feel that they're gonna like um, become more patriotic because the president is fighting COVID, like what happened in um, the UK with uh, Boris. Yeah, I think they underestimate the way that people feel about this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> there was some controversy at my job this Uh-oh. week about uh, um, a, a statement that we put out in terms of the health of the president and mm-hmm. Flotus. And I think that um, uh, What y'all say? We put out a tweet that says Everybody at my job Wishes the president uh, A speedy recovery The president floated us a speedy recovery And that we wish him well And some some other shit Basically what Joe Biden said I don't know what Joe Biden said What you just said I'll be honest with you I spent (laughs) I spent all of my Thursday and Friday on damage control. So I don't know what Joe Biden said. But the. the Why did they feel like they needed to make a statement for that? And not, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I get down a rabbit hole. No, Never mind. no. The reason is because <laughs> healthcare is one of the um, uh, objects uh, gotcha. or subjects that we work on. That's gotcha. why. That makes sense. That yeah. is why. I'll leave it there. But my point is the reason why that. That that sentiment caused a firestorm is because I think that it is underestimate the the, the concept of patriotism that you just brought up, up mm-hmm. under a lot of circumstances. I think that the country would unite around the health of the president. Mm-hmm. What I think is underestimated is just how little of a fuck that people give about Donald Trump that don't like him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've had presidents that we've hated in the past. True. We've had Shout out to Ronald Reagan Yeah Man fuck Reagan Shout out to Nixon Shout out to Bush Like we've had presidents <laughs> That we don't fuck with Right yeah. uh, I wasn't alive for Reagan So I can't speak to that mm. But I definitely remember Wishing harm On George W. Bush Where were you born? <laughs> I was born in 91 sir Yeah yeah So I didn't get to at least mm. anything that he said publicly, I didn't watch and feel mm. away about, if that makes sense. I got to watch Bush say some dumb shit and be affected by it. That was the last president that I, like, hated, had a problem with. Mm-hmm. At no point did I want him to die, that I wish that he died. Also, I'm a little bit different, though. I, don't, I personally don't wish death on anyone. I don't think that, you know, everybody is going to die at some point. Right, and so I don't think that we as humans should be trying to facilitate when that happens. We're all gonna die at some point, yeah. and so when you die, you die. I don't wish death upon anyone, but that's just me. I, yeah. But I also never wish death upon George W. Bush. I don't wish death upon Donnie, but I totally motherfucking understand people who do. Really? Yes, I do. I get it because they feel like that he represents the threat to their lives. Yeah. So I can understand. I can understand. It's not me. <laughs> I'm not in that camp. Yeah. But I understand how people could feel that way they feel there's literally 
you know, Latinx folks, mm-hmm. uh, Muslim folks, women that I know who literally feel that that person in that position and his existence is a threat to their lives. And I can get that. I can understand that. I get that, but I think that's short-sighted. For sure, it is. Because... It's also emotional. Yeah. It's also emotional. Mike. Because check this out. Mm-hmm. This is something else that I was having a conversation about. I was like, hey, yo, check this out. Listen. Do you understand that at my job, we're getting more done when we have opposition in leadership than when we have folks that we agree with in leadership? Hmm. Do you understand that we get more shit passed? Do you understand that we get more money from funders <laughs> when we're fighting in the landscape that is harder than in a landscape where everybody agrees? Sure. So for job security alone, <laughs> I have my, I have my <laughs> wishes for this election, right? Mm. Um, but... You know, while I'm joking and laughing about like that job security thing, there's also people whose actual lives they feel are at stake based on this election. So, like, I don't know, the stakes are so varying, so wide ranging. Yeah, it's 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 a difficult thing. True. I I just want those people to realize that Mike Pence will probably be even worse than Trump exactly. as far as like rights and things. Like Mike Pence definitely legalize them, uh, <laughs> make abortions illegal and. Uh, I'm pretty sure his um, policies as far as like uh, immigrants will be even harsher and far worse. So. Do you know he instituted conversion therapy in Indiana? Yeah. For, for like, gay folks. Shit like, like that. <laughs> like, he's super religious. He's a wild yeah, boy. Y'all so like, think Trump is bad. Exactly. Trump just like headlines. Yeah, Trump I think is Pence, like talking shit. Might Pence actually, will actually do some fucked up yeah. shit. I think, I think uh, Trump is kind of like Skip Bayless to me. Mm. He's just going to say the wild shit to get conversation going. Mm-hmm. Get the, he's, He is provocative, right? <laughs> Pence, on the other hand, I think has a rotten soul. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole <laughs> different thing. So not only do I not wish death on anybody, I definitely don't wish death yeah. on Trump before November 3rd. That's At what all. I... Yeah. Actually, until January, when the next motherfucker get inaugurated. <laughs> like, I don't need no bullshit, bro. I don't need none of that shit. You notice too, this is the other thing. They're being very, very intentional about making sure that they demonstrate that Trump is healthy enough to continue running the country, mm. even with coronavirus, so that Pence doesn't become president. Because mm. he does want to hold his power. This is the thing that makes me feel like this is a finesse move, is because he does want to hold his power, mm-hmm. right? He wants to keep that, but he also wants the sympathy of the coronavirus yeah. concept. Oh, uh, my theory was that Mike Pence gave Trump corona. Mm. Oh shit Cause you know The seat don't got it But every Damn near everybody else Around Kelly him Kelly got it mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I think Pence was like This nigga's gonna fuck up The re-up We gotta <laughs> Get him out the pain So <laughs> mm. If I get him sick Or you know Maybe Can't continue being president I can step in And you know Seem more reasonable When I debate Than he does yeah, when this uh, when this podcast comes out, we'll be twenty nine days from the election. That's crazy. Um, it's like the longest and the shortest. <laughs> it feels yeah, like nobody knows what the fuck is about to happen. Man. Yeah, I can literally, honestly say I will not be surprised by whatever happens in this election. I won't be. I can totally see Biden winning. Yeah. I could totally see Trump winning. Yeah. I could also see Biden winning and Trump saying "fuck you." I can see I like literally all the potential outcomes. I don't think I would be surprised by any of them. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with you on that one. Um 
looking forward, I am excited about the Kamala. First of all, how do you say her name? Is it Kamala or Kamala? I'm assuming because she's Indian, it's Kamala. Kamala. Okay. Miss Harris and uh, Pence are debating on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, the day after this episode comes out, so that'd be uh, interesting to watch. We'll, I'll be tuned in to that, um, and I think it's going to be one more presidential debate. At least that's it's supposed to be two more, but who knows with Trump catching on? I thought it was. Uh, I thought they agreed to three. One of mm-hmm. them being the vice presidents. Oh, okay. I thought it was th- three presidential. Gotcha. One. Okay, I may be wrong. Yeah, I could, I could be. be. I could I'm be totally not hundred percent sure on that. <laughs> yeah, the I'm just going to throw this out there as. Um, I feel like President Trump is going to um <laughs> uh what's the term? He's gonna pardon um Kodak Black. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Nigga, what? Yeah. Where did that come from? Watch and see. Is this based on the platinum plan for black America? You're just gonna see. I just got a feeling that's gonna happen. So that was something we didn't even announce. We didn't even talk about before even the taxes. <laughs> this nigga came out with the platinum plan. First of all, black people love some. We love some shiny gold, rare some minerals, some shiny jewels. minerals. <laughs> uh, the platinum plan. The platinum plan for Black America includes um, it's five hundred billion for Black businesses. Not enough. It has something to do with some real estate shit with black folks. It includes making Juneteenth a national holiday. Fuck with that. And, and designate. I don't understand this shit right here. But designating organizations as uh, as terrorist organizations is a part of a plan for black America. That shit is weird. I got that. I fuck with that. Hey, you know why? To improve the lives of Black Americans, because they never made the the Ku Klux Klan is a terrorist org. Yeah, if the Black Panthers is a terrorist organization, the Ku Klux Klan is terrorist terrorist organization. Okay, what do you think would have had a better, better, bigger impact? But that's one of those. uh, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Undenouncing the Black Panthers or denouncing the KKK? Undenouncing the Black Panthers. I think all of this is just a bunch of bullshit. Honestly, I think that the fact that Joe Biden doesn't have a black agenda, the fact that I don't know, I, I, I just feel like this is one of those power moves. If you look at the actual substance of the plan, it's such bullshit, bro. Yeah, it's, it's literally bullshit. Yeah, are. But to certain people, the fact that he has a plan and Biden mm-hmm. doesn't is all they need. True. That's problematic. And I don't understand well, why the Biden in? can't. Uh, on the Biden camp okay. I don't understand How they don't look at that And be like Oh fuck Especially with Kamala up. Yeah how, how I don't know man It's on your high black Listen, people In your camp These campaigns yeah. No it's not black even Just about single, It's not even just about single Black people tims. Y'all mm-hmm. Yeah Y'all need <laughs> Y'all need some sh- People In the streets People with like Regular Y'all need <laughs> Man Y'all really Legitimately Just need Regular normal people that are not in the bubbles that are y'all in. I don't know because you're making huge mistakes, and I, you know, I anticipate uh, Biden winning this. Okay. Um, but what I will say is, number one, I don't think it's going to be a landslide. Number two, I do think it's possible that Donnie still wins the electoral and not the popular. Mm-hmm. Number three. 
I don't think Trump is going anywhere if he loses. At least not like he's supposed to. It's going to be some shit. I don't think so. So like Trump, uh, Biden winning mm-hmm. is literally just the first step. <laughs> There's a whole lot of shit that I feel like uh, is about to go down regarding that, man. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, anyway, we're 30 days out from the election. Um, and we'll either have a new president or we won't. Yeah. Simple as that. Simple as that. The most important thing, though, that ever, the thing that I want uh, the listeners to pay attention to is the president is not the only person on the ballot. I need y'all to do your research. I need y'all to look at the judges coming up. I need y'all to look at everybody being elected. Um, we'll do our job to make sure we post some like voter guys or whatever specific for Illinois and Chicago. By we, he means him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I definitely need at least, at least my listeners, the listeners hey, to the brother. self-medicated podcast to make sure you do your Googles. Check out the voter guides because the president ain't the only one being elected. So y'all need to make sure you check out all of the judges, all of the state's attorneys, anybody who's getting elected in your district or in your locale. Make sure y'all do some research because, like I said, the president ain't the only one getting elected. That's not the only person you have to vote for. It's probably some ballot initiatives in your state as well. Mm-hmm. Check those out. Fair tax, Illinois. Um, all right. Let's move on. Yeah, this is enough. This has been. This is basically the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're about to run through the rest of these topics. Let's just do something fun, man. Just let's just do the music. Let's do music, and I definitely we got to talk about our NBA Finals predictions, and we can wrap it up. You talking about your name change? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your inevitable name change. Yeah. Let's uh, let's actually knock this out first. NBA All Finals right. predictions. So uh, the, uh, the 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 self medicated podcast hosts. Did a friendly wager on the outcome of this game. I'm not even going to give the disclaimers that I want to give, that I would normally give. And I feel like it's just my personality to give. But I'm not. I'm just going to tell y'all what our predictions were. Okay. The captain of the Igloo predicted Lakers in six. Yes. And I predicted, for the purposes of this bet, the Heat in seven. (laughs) (laughs) I predicted <laughs> the Heat in seven. Uh, I my real prediction was Lakers in five. But for the purposes of this bet, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna claim that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. What are you trying to say? I'm gonna just be accountable. In there. I'm gonna just be accountable to the Heat in seven. That's all I'm gonna say. I want y'all to know what my other prediction was, but I'm not gonna harp on that. For the purposes of this bet and the wager that we made, he want to sit in and stand on those. (laughs) those I I said he in seven. Uh Um, I got screwed immediately. Bam got hurt. Mm -hmm. Dragic got hurt. Okay, whatever. This was obviously after Mm -hmm. I made my prediction, so whatever. It's fine. Um, The important part about this is the wager was uh, an AKA. So if I won, then I would get to pick an AKA for the bottom feeder, mm-hmm. and the bottom feeder. By the if way, he's won, picked all my AKAs. So like, I don't even know how that's even a wager. <laughs> he's made his own. <laughs> he picked mine. That is fucking funny. <laughs> uh, the only nickname of mine I didn't create is the Wayfair. Mm. The rest of these are all mine. True, true. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the wager. So. The way that it looks like right now, the Lakers are actually playing right now. We should probably throw that up on the screen if we can. But um, the series is 3 nothing, 2 nothing. 2 Everybody on the Heat is hurt. 
the Lakers are probably going to sweep them. Um, and our wager was a new AKA. So the captain of the igloo will likely be giving me a new AKA that I will be bound to the rest of the year. <laughs> the rest of the year? Nigga, this yeah, is permanent. I tried to, that, tried to slide that in. So apparently I'm going to have a... Some small print. <laughs> apparently I'm going to have a new AKA. Um, I think it would be great to crowdsource this and see if mm. y'all can figure out some some AKAs together. I think that would be entertaining. Obviously, you have the ultimate decision. but Exactly. But I am open to suggestions. New Definitely. AKAs for the banter, boss. Run it. Um, all right. So we're going to do uh, a new segment on the Self-Medicated Podcast. We're going to do Song of the Week. A bunch of new music came out this week, man. YG came out. 21 Savage came out. West Side Gun came out. Smoke Dizza. Smoke Dizza came Gideon. out. Then so you got some single from Megan Thug, single from um, Brent Fayez. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is, this is a new, uh, I think Cardi's on the, what's, I think they're called Black Pink or Black something Pink, like that. Yep. Yeah. It's a bunch of stuff, man. Then, Ty got a good feature, that's all. Ty Dolla Sign was just talking about him. For real? Mm-hmm. Lil Duvall and T.I.'s Don't Worry Be Happy cover is pretty uh, good. I haven't heard the full song to be honest. Just watch the video. Why would you listen to the song? Watch the video. (laughs) Just watch the video. It's too slow. Exactly. Just watch the video. All right. I'll do that. I'll do that. Um, Not another love song by LMA. I I feel like LMA is about to. Okay. LMA's project is gonna probably gonna be really really good. All right. So yeah, we're gonna premiere on the self medicated podcast, the song of the week. we are still in 2020. Podcasts are still new, so we cannot play entire songs just yet. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Ish, who came up with the idea, basically, because he said we would talk about music a lot, but never play the songs. And we didn't mention so much music, you don't know where to start. So we're going to actually start playing some of these songs. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, my song of the week um, is from a gang baker from out west. A <laughs> gang banger. I'll be honest with you, this person uh, made me want to wear red bandanas and mm. basically clogs <laughs> all week. Uh, but this is uh, YG out on Bell. I'm out on Bell, these motherfuckers trying to get me. But I won't tell, so with some talent trying to hit me. I'm innocent as fuck, but they trying to pull that I'm guilty. These little features crazy, thank God I'm playing with millions. In love with the streets, you buy yourself a nigga tricky. Even with my homies, all I think about is Nipsey. Usually sip tequila, but today I'm off the Henny. Thinking about Nipsey, nigga, I had to get tipsy. Gave my heart to the gang, do it the gang. It's a no-go with some niggas from the gang. Nigga, do you for some promo. This shit in my veins, I done tattooed the logo. In court, they gon' judge me, he a member, it's for show show. But I don't care about what they think at all. Came this world alone, I'ma leave alone, standing tall. She in the chest poked out like, she in the chest poked out like, ah. My life be polar polar. Ups and downs like a roller coaster. Chin up, chest out till it's over, over. I can't let this life sober. I'm out on barely motherfuckers trying to get me. But I won't tell, so with some time they trying to hit me. I'm innocent as fuck, but they trying to pull that I'm guilty. The Lord fees is crazy, thank God I'm playing with millies. In love with the streets, you buy yourself a nigga tricky. Beefing with my homies, all I think about is Nipsey. Usually sip tequila, but today I'm off the Henny. Thinking about Nipsey, nigga, I had to get tipsy. Hey! Yeah, man, that's YG out on bail off of the new album. I don't even know what the album is called, honestly. 
A title is definitely inspired by Tupac, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Out on uh, Bell. California dreaming. Step on the hose, man. Who's he screaming? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, shout out to YG, man. The, uh, the album is okay. I'm not yeah, going to front. The album yeah. is just okay. Uh, the album is called My Life 400. Uh, there's a couple bangers on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blood Walk with Lil Wayne. That mm-hmm. shit made me want to bang a rag, too. That shit made me want to <laughs> rent a divvy and put on a red bandana and ride down. <laughs> like, I ain't going to say no block. I, it just made me want to go outside. Uh, that song was, was dope. Out on Bell, that's my shit. Mm-hmm. I, literally, that's my alarm right now in the morning. I wake up talking about, <laughs> out on Bell, these motherfuckers trying to kill me. <laughs> that's my shit. <laughs> Uh, shout out to YG man. Oh, I just got some YG merch too. Some some uh, some 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 FTP fuck the police merch. Okay. Have you heard the song? The I FTP have. song. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, uh, all right. So another really really quick story time. This might need not even be a story time. Uh, last year, as part of my job, we go out to DC pretty much every year except for this year to do like a hill day. So we go on mm. Capitol Hill, talk to a bunch of legislators. Right. Last year. Uh, when we went, I played Nipsey and YG fuck Donald Trump between every <laughs> meeting and in front of every Secret Service agent that I could find. And so that was the soundtrack to my 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 Capitol Hill. But that's not the that's not the point. <laughs> Shout out to YG. <laughs> Shout out to YG. Fuck the police. Shout out to the merch. The merch is dope too. It might take you like three months to get the shit, but yeah, it's some Especially good merch. When a nigga op- drop an album and there's no merch, it take forever. Yeah. Shout out to YG, man. Out on bail. This motherfucker's trying to kill me. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play mine. This is my third favorite rapper in Gazelda. But Nigga, even, it ain't but four of them. But he, saying so that. The, see, this is the, the problem with well, statistics. Damn, brother, cut me off? Yes, I'm going to cut you off. All right, go because ahead. By saying that's your third favorite rapper, mm-hmm. that's also another way of saying that's your second to least favorite rapper. <laughs> I mean, if you would have let me finish my statement. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. It's my third favorite rapper from Griselda, but that's like saying, <sighs> see, now you fucked up my whole mm-hmm. thing. Now I got to phrase it in a way it doesn't seem like I'm mm-hmm. being uh, discrediting his skills. I hate her. <laughs> he's my third favorite rapper in the best group out. So he's still above and beyond most rappers. Way to but clean just, it up. The way he is amongst the other rappers in the group, he's my third favorite. Let me see if I can fuck it up for you. Who's the worst rapper in Griselda? All right. Butcher and the Blade <laughs> by West Side Gun. You said Ari? I couldn't hear you. Fuck. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Pierre Marshall for the Mars Breakfast. I'm shooting them all first. Hand to hand crack corn. Check out my own work, my wrist work on the hammer, the mixture, love. love. Hey, yo, P7, I had the fetish for the Mac 11. Since your adolescence, learn the lessons, got my shop infected, I beheaded. Cocaine pop fanatic, fiends light up ecstatic, fully loaded rattles for action. Boom, 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 boom. A love would never make another me. Dropped the key and whipped up another key. Walk through fire, blindfolded out the sea. The sun out, I might take the doors off the test of G. World on the streets, fly God got that mean dope. Fire out the nozzle, Ricky Jack, Steamboat. In Sean Lawrence, more clips in Pico. Body slam, 2,000 grams, Steve Rigo. Hey, yo, y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Hey, yo, I got the way. 
Yes, that's my third favorite rapper from Griselda. Can we add that drop? The boop, 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 boom. Instead of the gunshots, we're just going to have that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that better. do that. Shout out to Griselda, man. That. Them niggas is killing. What the fuck? Do you know the definition of uh, taking the game by storm? <laughs> it's pretty much what Griselda has said. Like, them niggas put out their first project. And low key, it ain't really been two weeks since then. That it has not been a Griselda like, project. It feels like when Master P was running right, shit, right? Just like every week, it's an album, man. It's crazy, and it's only four of them. Master that's P what's had so like wild to me. Yeah, that's what's so wild to me is that the they is crazy. They're putting out shit like just so much yeah. shit. And the other part about it too is these niggas have put the expectation out that this is a limited supply. Mm. Right Like these niggas Have put the expectation out Like hey We ain't finna be rapping Forever nigga We yeah, finna get are. this little check <laughs> And we out. finna be out of here Yeah um, That's what I think Is so dope about Griselda too Is like they have Stuck to their guns We doing this type of Dirty grimy Drug dealing hip hop mm-hmm. And we out You can fuck with it or not <laughs> Like I, yeah. I fucking love that yeah. shit bro I love that shit And the fact that They have the respect Of all of the MCs In the game yeah, like the fact that they could get Black Thought on songs with them, like that's. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting that for this fucking Jay Z feature though, bro. Jay Z ain't gonna do a feature with these. He's guys. definitely gonna do a no, feature. No, he's with not. Them. Okay, he's not. Trust me, he's not. Is he more likely to do a feature with Kanye or Griselda. one of them somebody from Griselda? from Griselda? Kanye, mark I, my words. Okay, I'm gonna just throw this out there with my Kodak Black predictions for 2021. Jay Z would do a song with somebody in Griselda. And it's, and it's probably going to end up being a posse cut because if one of them niggas gets Jay Z on the song, they all going to get it. Yeah. You know, the same song. Yeah, nah. So, yeah. Them niggas will never have a song with Jay. I promise you. Okay. We'll see. Can we put a bet on that one? That's a perpetual I feel bet. Like though, that's a bet. Right? Niggas like that's is not going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we can't do that. And like, what's, you have to put a time limit on it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not. Because I could be like 10 years from now. But yeah, remember when. <laughs> Did you listen to the 21 Savage album? Of course. How'd you feel about it? I liked it. Um, I, I don't know if I liked it as much as the first Savage mode, but maybe I got to, because it just came out, so I got to sit with it a little bit longer. But I liked it. Um, I've become a fan of 21 Savage over the years. At first, mm-hmm. I didn't like him. But as I get to know more of his personality outside of rap, it gives me a greater appreciation for his music and him as an individual. So, uh, yeah, I liked it. What about you? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, It's funny you say that about 21 Savage. I feel like that about almost every new nigga in the (laughs) rap game. It's like I don't fuck with them at first. Yeah. But then once I learn about their story and their history, and a lot of times I'm like, oh, shit, this is exactly the type of motherfucker I would fuck with. Mm -hmm. And that shit just makes me feel old, like a (laughs) curmudgeon. Like, oh, you you, you new young nigga. You know what I mean? But then once I start learning about these niggas, like these young niggas is kind of lit. That's how I feel about 21 Savage, too. Like his whole story, being an immigrant, being... Like a little hood nigga Also Like you know what I mean Yeah Yeah. But like all of those things I think kind of Adds to The mystique of 21 So like True true. um, There's that Uh, I do think the album Was pretty good This almost felt like Um Mm. This might be wild to stay. This might This felt like 21's version Of Tori's album Just explaining 
the whole immigration yeah. shit. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. like he was. I didn't notice he was talking about that. He shit. was talking yeah. about that shit, and he was also, if you notice, he was talking about it in a way that he felt like he had to validate himself with it. It's like, yeah. yo, all that just because yeah. I was born over there don't mean shit, nigga. I still robbed <laughs> the fuck out you. Don't play with me, type yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So I thought that was interesting. It was like kind of a Mia Copa type album. That I found very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What were your thoughts? I just, speaking of Tory Lanez. Oh, God. I don't know, man. This nigga is outside like crazy. I've seen him in Miami and in fucking New York. I feel like he knows something we don't know. He does know something that we don't know. The thing is, what he knows ain't as important as he think it is. I don't know. This nigga's walking around with too much confidence. He's five three. Exactly. How else is he supposed to walk around? The place is scary. Where, yes, <laughs> you're the size of a child, <laughs> like around goons. Like what the fuck? You have to walk like you have confidence if you're that size. Bro. I wouldn't know. I don't know. You have to. I haven't been that size since I was like in third grade. But I bet you was confident as fuck in third grade. I don't remember. It was third grade. I was the tallest person in third grade. So. Yeah, see. We just had different struggles, brother. Yeah, true. We all got our struggles. We, we all got, got, got different struggles. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right. The last thing I want to talk about in terms of music is the Machine Gun Kelly album. Ah, yeah. We was low-key kind of talking shit about it. Yes. Because you asked me, did I hear it? I was like, come on, man. <laughs> I was like, if it ain't fucking with the G's, yeah, I ain't listening to it. But apparently, he had the album of, I think, the most sold album of the week. So, did that did inspire you to have, listen to um, it? Or? No. Okay. I got bored and was mm. waiting on the music coming out this week. So, gotcha. this album came out last week. Yes. And I listened to the first song on it last week, and mm. I immediately turned it off. I was like, what the fuck is this, right? Because it was rock or because it... Because Didn't it sound wa- good. No, because it was not. Because I wasn't expecting that music, so I wasn't yeah. even in the mind frame gotcha. to even listen gotcha. to that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So when it first came on, I was like, "Man, get the fuck out!" I just wasn't mentally prepared to listen to that. Right. <laughs> yeah. A couple days later, I gave it another shot, and this MGK album reminds me of my younger days avril levine green day nickelback that's funny and like just young 10 second clip and it did sound like that it was the whole album brought me to whatever teen angst phase i had right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh so with that being said that mgk album is really fucking good it's really good. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? I'm giving it a seven and a half. Pause. Oh. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Set up. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Hey, play us a clip of one of the uh, one of the joints, man. Um, all right, I could definitely do I'm that. I'm kind of curious because I you're like the second person that said something about it positive. So. Are you? Uh, do you like that like kind of era of music? That 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 like skater boy kind of. Um. That kind of like angsty team. I appreciate it, but it was never like something Your I ever shit. got into. I was around it because um, a lot of the girls I went to school were listening to that type of music. Yeah. Not a lot of them, but the the girls that were Latina and the white girls listening to that. Um, I think the white girls more R and B, Usher, Confessions, ah. era, and I was more like uh, backpack rap. 
Right. But I, as a person that just has an appreciation for all genres of music, I was familiar just from catching it on like MTV and all of that. But I never really bought any of those albums. Going to high school in Springfield, playing varsity <laughs> baseball as a freshman, and all of the white girls that was on my dick, I had no choice but to fuck with this type of music. <laughs> And now, as more of a music connoisseur and appreciating music for what it is, not yeah. just who listened to it and who I can fuck with based on who listened to it, hey, bro, this shit is good. You just touched on the topic. We should what music did it. we listen to because of girls? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you think I know the name Avril Lavigne, nigga? That's, <laughs> how, I, that's how I fucking got into a system of a down and P.O.D. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's why I started listening to R&B. Mexican girl, I like. Mm. I started listening to R&B. Because rap music wasn't dropping nobody's draws, <laughs> but we will. I want to play this uh, MGK song. I'll play a little snippet from All this. Right, and uh, actually, I want to play this one. This is the one I'll play. You can just tell by the fucking guitar off rip strings. All I know is I don't know. I'm still riding Crashed into a tree It can't drive it It's probably facts too <laughs> I gotta mm-hmm. go through shit To keep writing All these girls I don't want none of them But I know I'll end up With one of them Alright I don't know if y'all heard The bars that this man Just spit <laughs> in the last couple bars In the last couple lines But yeah This is uh, emblematic of this album, man. Tickets to my downfall, bro. This shit is kind of name. good. I'm not going to album friend. name. Yeah. Yes, it is. This is uh, it's some good shit. And it's nice and short, too. 35 minutes, 36 minutes. Hmm. It's, um, I would recommend giving that a listen. We have to go song for song when I break out that, uh, <laughs> I want to say, uh, what's his name? G-Eazy rock album. See, now, now, now <laughs> I want to go listen to that because it's like, because I don't even, is, 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 uh, is that considered rock? That that's like alternative. It's like alt rock. It's like alt rock, right? Yeah. It's not necessary. It's definitely not rock. Mm-hmm. It's not enough drums and bass and that shit mm-hmm. for it to be rock, yeah. right? It's way too many guitars and vocals for it to be <laughs> for it to be rock. And the way he's singing, yeah. What genre is that? Rock. That's is that alt rock though? I think so. Is, I that, say is so. that what it yeah. is? Um, who else is in there? System of a Down, Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Fucking Bush, yeah, like all of that is kind of uh, kind of in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, what the funny part about that is this. All right, this is why the world is so funny. So uh, that week, the week that that album came out, and the week that I listened to it, mm-hmm. I also downloaded Tony Hawk Pro Skater on my PlayStation. Ooh. If y'all don't, yeah. If y'all don't know, Never play that on PlayStation. If y'all don't know, yes, you OG. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) If y'all don't know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two is one of the most classic games Mm. of our era. A lot Mm. of the niggas y'all want to fuck play Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two (laughs) when they were young. Yeah, Uh, and it shows. Let me put that part in there And it shows shows. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater The music on there Obviously it's it's just a classic game But the music on there Is very It reminds me of this MGK album man It's that uh, Oh no I was like my freshman year Of high school type shit Like When I first started learning about emotions and shit (laughs) That's That's what that reminds me of Okay 
Okay. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this thing on up, man. I think it has been a really good episode. This is a, a politics-heavy episode. Definitely. We didn't get into too much entertainment, but that's fine. It's a sign of the times. Um, but, yeah, as always, make sure y'all check out the OTC episodes that's coming out this Friday. Make sure you hit us up. Make sure you contact us. Um, there's some uh, – I feel like we say this some every hose in this house. some <laughs> You know, hoes make the best content, according to OnlyFans. And so, (laughs) in terms of the, we just want to compete in the content game, man. That's all I'm saying. We just want to compete in the content game. That's all the fuck that I'm saying. As always, it has been the Self-Medicated Podcast for October 5th. I am your host, The Wayfarer, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. A.k.a. I make my own AKAs. A.k.a. I make my own AKAs. I'm writing that down. See, this brother, I'm like, you gave me one already. No, no, no. This I like count. that. One. Not, I, I will not make that a part of the bet. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the box hunter, aka one pop poppy, aka the bottom feeder. Um, yeah, we out. Um, uh, um, 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 um,